This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. The biggest battle we will ever have to face is the battle between you and you. It's the battle of taking your mind to that limit and then breaking through. On the Mindful Experiment podcast, we will share concepts, universal laws, and interviewing individuals who have done just that, who have gone through the dark times and through those moments allowed their light to shine bright. I'm your host, Dr. Vic Manzo, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast and taking this journey with me as we discover different avenues to break through those limits, expand your reality, and evolve into the person you desire to be. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome. This is Dr. Vic and you are listening to a new episode on the Mindful Experiment as we are discussing today something that we all have experienced in this human experience. We've all experienced this emotion. We all have gone down this path in so many different forms. Actually, this one thing is truly the opposite of love. You see, when we look at love, we always think that the opposite of love is hate. But really, hate is just a derivative form of this one thing. Every single negative emotion of some shape or form derives from this one thing. Just like every single positive emotion derives from love. So the opposite of love is fear. And fear is what we're going to dive into today. 
fear and breaking down what it really is and also being able to shut it off in the best of the ability of what we can. You see, as I'm doing this podcast, I just came back. I was flying uh, from Knoxville. And I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I don't like flying much. I get, I have, I don't have aviophobia or aerophobia, whatever the name of it is, where you just definitely afraid of planes. But for some reason, and I don't know why, my nerves can never relax when I'm on a plane. I just can't. No matter how smooth the plane is, whatever. I've tried sleeping on planes. It just doesn't work. I've taken different herbal products and so forth to try to help. And they calm me, help me calm a little bit, but they, I just can never relax. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of people can do like deep thoughts and do some great things. And for me, I'm like, yeah, I could barely read a book. Uh, I could read a book and it's just something to keep me occupied or watch a movie, which really occupies my mind. But I have to distract, distract myself. It's just one of those things. And it's just because of fear. I think it's a fear of uh, not having control. It's a fear of not being able to let go as much, and you have to trust. And I've gotten so much better at it where I can now. I don't take anything to go on a plane, which is huge. Um, but, you know, I was flying probably uh, going to Knoxville. was interesting because I flew a plane. The smallest plane I've ever been on was like, I don't know if you've ever been on one like this. <laughs> I think it was like 30 or 40 people. It was interesting. You feel the bumps a little bit more. Let's just put it that way. The plane rotates a little bit more. <laughs> um, but it was a cool experience. Uh, it wasn't bad of a flight at all, but it was a, a cool experience to go through. And then I started thinking about it. I was like, you know what? I should do a little podcast on fear. And I'm going to share some mindful techniques and how you can shut that pattern off in the brain and allow you to reconnect. But fear, guys, we have it in so many different forms, worry, stress, aggravation, and all these different things. And the way fear works is if you ever have anxiety, anxiousness, and worry, those are things that you are always focusing on the future, always. Your, your mind is not in the present. And if you're angry, resentment, frustrated, annoyed, you're focusing on the past because you're paying attention to something that's not here in the moment. But presence, in the present time, that's where peace, bliss, and, 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 and calmness is all existing. And so anytime you face fear, no matter what shows up in your life, the key thing is we have to get you in the present moment. Now, when I was in Knoxville, I had the opportunity to hike the Smoky Mountains. Um, I was only able to, I only had time to do a trail. Uh, it was about almost three miles, intense, to a waterfall, and came back, and it was awesome. It was gorgeous. Uh, I loved it. Peace beyond anything you could ever imagine. Now, there is a caveat to this. There is, in the Smoky Mountains, they're very well known for black bears. Um, they're all over the place. Uh, two bears per square mile. Now, you may not seem like the holy cow, but that's like 644 acres. That's a, that's a lot of space, but the same token, the the whole entire Smoky Mountains is about 800 and some odd square miles, which equivalents to almost 2,000 black bears in the Smoky Mountains. That's a lot of bears we're talking about, guys. And then if you add cougars and uh, mountain lions, which they say they're not there, but my uh, wife and I, we were driving through the mountains that we were leaving, um, we actually heard a cougar. And so my wife was like, uh, no more trails. We're done. Uh-uh, I'm afraid of cougars. I can handle a bear, not a cougar. So it was kind of fun. But it, again, the fear factor comes in, right? When we were hiking, man, you have to be so alert. 
You have to be really, really paying attention to your surroundings. Any movement, any shadows, any noise, you have to be looking and paying attention. As well as watching where you're walking because there's so many rocks and stuff you can fall. And on top of that, you got to be looking ahead to make sure there's no bear on the tra- bears on the trail. So a lot of fun stuff, right? But fear, right? Did I end up seeing a bear on the trail? No. Did uh, we have a cougar in the area? No, not that I know of at least. And was there venomous snakes around the area? No, but they exist, but we just didn't see any. And so the key thing is, you know, you let fear, fear gets to you. And it was just something that I was like, oh man, we're, I'm, I'm hiking here. I'm getting a good exercise, man, the nature, the, the unbelievable fresh air and the peace that's coming over me. But at the same token, I'm like, yeah, I don't have anything to protect myself if a bear's on the path or if I saw a cougar. Or, you know, snake, you just get out of it. Just keep moving. Uh, totally ignore it. But, uh, you know, it's just one of those things. And you're like, oh, man, the fear takes over you. Unless you learn how to break patterns. And I'll share about that in a minute. But really, it was kind of interesting because, again, you're in, you're, in, you're in the – it's amazing how nature can really bring you back to the present. Especially when you have things in nature that you're going around that can wipe you out pretty quickly. Uh, it wouldn't take much. And you become a little vulnerable. And, you know, I think for humans, as, as much as we've evolved as a society, as a civilization, creating our cities and all that, and we've limited the worries on those things. Um, it, it really makes you vulnerable. But I truly believe that since we don't see or have that risk in front of us, uh, we have other types of lions and bears and, and, and cougars uh, that exist and more in a mental perspective and more in the mindset type of thing. You see, because the lions, the bears, the tigers, and all those, they still exist. They're just in different forms now. Now it's 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 looking at what we see in the world and the potentials of that and as a human society as a whole and the fears and the worries that we create within our own mindset, our own constructs within the mind. Uh, it's those factors of what we're facing on a daily basis now. And it's those things that we deal with. I mean, look at it. You, you take away, you throw, if the stock the stock market goes down 4% in a day, man, there is mass panic across the across the whole entire United States at this stuff. You know, that's a lion right there. That's a bear threatening. You know, and you look at it and there's so many different things. You look at life, you have children, you're worrying about them all the time. All the different things they can be exposed to, the mass shootings that we have, things on the internet, and all the uh, uh, different stuff that's happening in our world today. Those are the bears, lions, and tigers. They still exist. They're just different forms. And, but what is something you can do to break through? How do you keep yourself centered? Now, we all have rituals that, we, that work for us in some shape or form. When I'm on a plane and when it starts to get turbulent, we get some of that mild to moderate type stuff where you start to, you know, your, your drink shakes for you automatically. And your body's kind of shaking a little bit in the seat. You know, that stuff can start to get my nerves running. But what I do is, some of the things I do is I refocus my energy. I refocus my mind. Because right there and then, my mind's focusing on the shifts and the turbulence, right? So what's going to happen? What you focus on expands. So I'm going to start paying attention more to the turbulence, and it's going to get to me more. And I have no control over it. I can't stop it. Pilot can't stop it. We can try to change altitude and speeds, but it's not going to stop. But what can I do? I can look and say, well, let me focus on my breathing. Let me calm myself down. Let me just focus on my breath. And as I really start to focus on my breath, I start to forget about everything around me. I start to forget that 
there's even turbulence. Even though I'm bouncing around still, I still don't have any turbulence. I'm noticing it, but it's not affecting me. It's like when you're in a meditation, and in that meditation, what you end up focusing on, like if you're focusing and centering yourself, all of a sudden your mind gets distracted, right? And you just have to recenter your energy back. Your mind gets distracted. You recenter energy back. You have a thought pass up and you focus on it and you bring your energy back. Same thing. And you just work through and focus on your breath. Breathe. Deep breath in, deep breath out. And when you do these types of things, okay? Now, the rule is uh, research. I've read some research that says anywhere from six to eight deep breaths is what resets the brain. And it doesn't allow for that fear pattern or the pattern of stress in general start to affect you. When I am in a fear state, maybe flying, I'll do about 15 deep breaths. In my book, I talk about this. Um, and I do 15 deep breaths because it really helps me reset my brain. And then I just take nice, long, deep breaths in and out and help calm me. Okay. So when you're facing a fear, whatever that fear is, or if you have a fear coming up, remember, it's all it is is false evidence appearing real. Fear is nothing but... It's nothing. It's really much made up in the mind. And one of the things you can do with this fear is to learn to use your breath to break through it. Because when you have fear in your life, your critical thinking is out the door. You can't think properly. You're not going to make decisions that are going to be in the best situations or the best uh, options, choices for you. This is why in the medical world, they use a lot of fear. That's how they evolve their business and their, their, their control of what they do is based on fear. If you think this is propaganda, just take a look at it and don't get vaccinated. Tell you, say, say you're not going to vaccinate your children and watch what happens. Or say you're going to want to go ahead and practice, uh, do a different method or treatment that's not in the norm of conventional medicine. Watch with fear. They did this to my own mother when she had severe hypothyroidism, severe, severe state. Uh, there was a doctor that was saying, if you don't go on the medication, you'll die. And, you know, for someone who didn't have holistic knowledge or didn't have access to sources who can help on a holistic side, that's scary. I mean, I would be freaking out if I didn't know what I if I didn't know what I know now and when it comes to health. And someone told me that if I didn't take this medicine, I would die. I do. OK, what do I have to do? Give me the medicine. I'll do what it takes. Right. I'm making a decision off fear. I'm not taking time to research. I'm not looking at side effects. I'm not focusing on what other options are there, what are holistic options out there, and testing different things out before I go down a certain path. Um, you don't have that thought process. This is happening a lot when it comes to women in pregnancy, right? Fear. Well, you want to have a natural pregnancy. That's great. But, you know, there's things that can come up along the way. We've had, we measured this. We've seen this. We've done ultrasounds. Baby's a little big. You may not be able to process it through the pelvic properly. X, Y, Z, whatever the story they create. And they use fear to get you into doing things because you're not critically thinking correctly. Any mother who has had a pregnancy who didn't go the way they planned a lot of the times you're in pain, you're exhausted, you've been stressed for a long period of time, and all of a sudden you're, they're, they're throwing more fear, and you're just like, I have nothing left to give. Whatever we have to do, let's just do it, right? 
false evidence appearing real. Breathwork works massively to break the pattern because when you do the breathwork, you calm down the nervous system where then you can allow for critical thinking to come. And I always tell people, just give yourself five minutes. You don't have to make a decision not, unless it's a medical life or death type of situation. You know, you do what you have to do. Um, and, 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 you know, as I, as I share this advice, you know, it's one thing to, you have to make a decision that is best for you. Um, don't take this as medical advice whatsoever. But one of the things I like to share though is, is that if you have five minutes, you can do it. Take some breaths, do some breath work. Just take a nice deep breath in and then breathe out. Breathe in and then just breathe out. And you do that a minimum of 15 times. Breathe in as deep as you can and when you breathe out, just let every single muscle in your body relax. And what you may get a little lightheaded, you may get a little dizzy, it's fine. Your brain's not used to having that much oxygen. And what ends up happening is, is you can actually make a little better decision, right? And this is a trick that I've learned many different ways. I remember in business classes and I learned through negotiating. Um, number one, you never go into a negotiation that you can't walk away. And number two, you never immediately respond to the first offer. You take some time and reflect and breathe and really critically think and look at everything before you make a decision. I was always taught that from mentors of mine and I use it in everything I do because, um, what I've learned in my life is that when I do follow that path, things become work out so easily and wonderfully when they don't, when I don't do that, it's amazing the choices I made in a deal or an agreement. And, uh, sometimes it just didn't work out in the optimal way that I would like it to. So it's one of those things that helps you improve your critical thinking, get rid of the fear, worry, anxiety, helps you recenter yourself back into the, in the, into the, you know, into this realm of today. And it allows you to really make a choice that is going to be a better suit you in a critical manner, rather than just rushing into uh, making a decision that you don't really have a lot of critical thinking working for you. So when it comes to fear, know that on the other side of it is nothing. Jamie Foxx once said that on a Tim Ferriss podcast. He talked about how on the other side of fear is nothing. And that's what Jamie Foxx teaches his kids. And I think that's really powerful because most of the time, the fears that you're facing in today's world really don't exist. Not saying that it's not may not happen, but the chances of them existing are minimal. It's usually made up. Like for an example, I'll share another fear I have is which is being in open water. I don't know what it is about the open water that freaks me out. Now it's not lakes. I can do lakes. I have no problem. I've been on Lake Michigan on a wave runner a couple times. I've, I've had fun out there in boats and so forth. Um, and that's like a little ocean. That doesn't freak me out as much as the ocean. There's just something about the ocean that freaks me out. Again, it could be a control thing. It could be once I'm in that water, if I saw something that can take me out, I'm going to freak out because I have no way of protecting myself in a way to getting myself out of there. I'm, 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 I am not the most agile, mobile person in water in general. Neither are humans for a certain perspective, but it's just one of those things. And so my wife always likes to ask about, you know, she'll be like, hey, let's do snorkeling. I'm like, yeah, that sounds good. Uh, I'm not ready to face that fear yet, but it's something I'll think about, you know, and it's just one of those things. But again, have I faced other fears in my life? I have. I've had a fear. I don't like roller coasters. Uh, don't like them at all. I don't like the thrill. But before, uh, you know, the age of 15, 
Um, I've never actually 14. I was never, I'm sorry. It is 15. <laughs> I never was on a roller coaster. And all of a sudden I tested that beer. And let me tell you, after I got done, it was a cool experience. I mean, I, then after that one, I did like 10 other roller coasters. And as I did those rides and went on everything, it was, um, it was cool. It was a thrill. But then I realized I did it again. I went uh, like a few years later and went to do it again. And what I started to realize is that that's not a thrill I'm really, I don't enjoy much. It's cool. Great experience. I did it. But it's just one of those things where I'm like, not for me. So that's one of the things. But, you know, again, when I got to the other side, none of the fear that I thought would be there was there. It was nothing. There was nothing there. And I've done this many times in my life. I've challenged myself, I challenged my fears, I challenged my worries, and usually when I get to the other side, it's nothing there. It was all made up in my mind. So know that your fears are made up in your mind. When you have a fear coming up, when you're not centered, when you're not in the present moment, when you don't feel bliss, calmness, and peace, take 15 deep breaths. Deep breath in, deep breath out, and then just feel how your body feels afterwards. And just enjoy that moment. Because you and you're focusing on your breath, so all of a sudden you're not paying attention to all the noise. You're actually really paying attention just to you. And when you're able to do that, that is when you're able to finally, you know, increase the critical thinking of the mind, be able to make better choices for yourself, and be able to thrive in any situation what you're dealing with. So keep rocking with that. You know, again, like I said, fears are always going to come up. They never go away. It's part of the human experience. It's our goal to center ourselves as much as we can so that we don't let them get the best of us, so that we can continue moving forward, appreciating and enjoying our life, being as mindful as we possibly can so that we can make, truly enjoy this, who we really are in the human experience. Thank you for listening to the podcast. For past shows, please visit www.empoweryourreality.com. I hope this show inspired you and added to your life to help you on the journey to rediscover who you really are. To connect with us on Facebook, please visit www.facebook.com forward slash Dr. Vic Manzo. Check us out on Twitter. The handle is Dr. Vic 21. Follow us on Instagram, www.instagram.com forward slash Dr. Vic Manzo. If you were inspired by the podcast, Pay it forward by sharing it with someone who you know can benefit from it. Thank you again for listening to the Mindful Experiment podcast, sharing paths to help you rediscover your infinite potential. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling.